Welcome back to Mortgage Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in British Columbia and Alberta, born and raised in Calgary, currently living in North Vancouver. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right, welcome back, everyone. Today's headliner topic, I'm going to talk about the prohibition on the purchase of real estate, or sorry, it's a mouthful, the prohibition on the purchase of residential property by non-Canadians act and how it affects mortgage qualification. But before we begin, here's what's on my mind this week. Okay, another Bank of Canada announcement, another increase. Last week, this one on uh, October the 26th, it's old news right now, but uh, if you've been living under a rock, um, you're learning right now that the Bank of Canada increased its trend-setting policy interest rate from three and a quarter to 3.75%, which basically then gives license to lenders to increase their consumer prime rate proportionately from 5.45%, where they should all be up to 5.95% right now. There could be a few stray lenders that, that maybe haven't done so yet, but expect a consumer prime rate to be at 5.95%. Still, one more to go on December the 6th, uh, one more rate announcement from the Bank of Canada. And uh, you can likely expect another little hike, um, this time likely about in the 0.25% range. That's, that's what they've been saying. Um, and then after that, for the most part they are also saying it should level off for the remainder of the year. Um, and uh, when I say level off, um, I mean not decreasing, but just staying at that level uh, and possibly, possibly still even increasing. Okay, so it, it appears that the, the heavy lifting has been done. Now it's uh, just a matter of holding the damn heavy weight above your head for a while so we'll we'll uh, see how that all rolls so the result of of these rate hikes um as as you're been learning on twitter facebook family reunions you know wherever you hang out with people and they talk um this is supposed to have a direct impact on inflation which we have come to know uh but we also know that it could take as long as 12 months for these hikes to really be felt. So basically, the Bank of Canada must be getting some type of intel that uh, something is starting to break somewhere. Okay, so the two big questions now are, number one, how high will the bank go before it hits pause on future rate hikes? And will higher rates trigger a recession so that that is the focus right now and as far as how high rates will go until bank of canada stops forecasts seem to vary with uh, the analysts so some are saying only another 0.25 percent increase while others are suggesting we could be in store for another 0.75 percent maybe not all in one shot but possibly spread out over the next few months so this is how they are going to decide on any further increases going forward 
Um, it's going to be completely data driven. Um, and we're hearing that, that more and more. Uh, it's it's going to be completely data-driven decisions. So a lot of a lot of uh, surveys come out at the end of the month, and this is what they're going to be basing their decision on. They'll be zoning in on their monetary policy and observing pretty much with a magnifying glass if it is having a slowdown effect on demand. Uh, from this recent surprise hike of 50 basis points, I say surprise because all economists and markets predicted and priced in a 75 basis point increase. So from the 50 basis point surprise, they're expecting to see more pronounced effects on demand in the very near term, like right now. So they have definitely been hearing about impact from the real estate and the mortgage side of things, but are hoping now to see more evidence on the general consumer side of things, which leads to the next thing they will be looking at. And that will be the, uh, they feel the supply challenges are starting to subside and evidence of it is starting to show in some larger scale consumer goods, uh, not quite yet with food. But uh, it, it's supposed to be rolling around now, rolling over. And lastly, they will be drawing from various intel sources, observing how inflation and inflation expectations are responding. So, of course, that, that kind of sums it down to they have access to information that, that we just gen- do not and then they'll be looking at these sources. So basically, they're they're outright hacking and tripping up an otherwise healthy economy on the grounds that doing so is way better than letting inflation remain elevated or run rampant. What a simple world we live in, right? Like this is this is just insane. Um, trying to make sense of everything here. Apparently, there's a good chance that the entire country doesn't slip into an actual recession but any way you spin it it's going to be a confusing environment for canadians some are already severely impacted with what's transpired over the last couple of months others are hurting but still somehow managing and and then there's some are on the cusp of some pain just on the cusp and then there are those that are totally oblivious and unaffected like these people are just pure evil I'm just joking. They're, they're not evil. Good on them. Um, they've uh, prepared for this. They've, they've done all the little things right. And, and they've saved their money and all that good stuff. So, of course, there you know there's uh, different segments of the population that are affected differently by this. That's, that's my point. Um, Alberta will lead the way in the next couple of years with its uh, resource-rich economy. Um, but also the fact that they are being paid in U.S. dollars for their number one export. So uh, a lot of good um, sentiment coming into Alberta. Like it's not going to, don't get me wrong, it's not going to be booming there, but it, it they'll somehow it's in some way be padded from the, the uh, you know, the substantial effect of, of what's coming. Alberta will be uh, pretty good. Who won't be good? Ontario will be hit the hardest, uh, and BC as well. And, and that makes sense as they have what seems to be a permanent affordability crisis going on. Like, I don't think we're ever going to stop hearing about that. Both cities talking about massive scale home construction projects. 
to, you know, to, to combat the affordability thing. And, and really, I think it's just insane and unrealistic. Like, I think the Ontario government talking about building 1 million new homes in the next 10 years. Good luck. Good luck with that. Um, so, so that's what, um, that's what I'm reading anyways. Uh, Ontario and BC going to get hit pretty hard. Here's the other thing. We all know that uh, Canadians are famous for, uh, for not having children. Like, I mean, we, we don't reproduce at the rate where we need to replace ourselves. Uh, that's kind of how the, the financial jargon is. So, you know, and it's actually becoming a disturbing trend in almost all of the G7 countries. Uh, the families are getting smaller. Um, however, on the other end, the demand for labor continues to increase. So the, the 450,000 newcomers to Canada projected for every year um, is old news already because it just got ramped up to 500,000. So it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's being viewed as an answer to our, our labor crisis that's going on right now. So I, I don't see how we will be able to achieve affordability because it's simply impossible to build properties fast enough for the demand that we currently have and the demand that that's coming in the very near future. And I'm talking specifically of Vancouver and, uh, in, and after that, uh, Toronto. So that, that's going to be a, a, a gong show. Good luck um, with that. And again, I, I think a, a lot of the answers come to the municipalities. They, they just got to uh, chill out and relax with their uh, permitting processes, their exorbitant costs and their bureaucracy and all the crap that comes along with that. Because um, it takes way too long to build new property, new buildings and, and new homes and rezone a single family dwelling into a duplex and so on. So that has to change. Um, personally, I think interest rates right now, um, kind of irrelevant. Uh, like, and I, I don't mean that it, like irrelevant, of course, like they are relevant. It's hurting people, but right now the the big issue is still supply and and it's not nothing is being done to uh to make any positive um changes to it beneficial changes to it where people can afford um property and have property available when we when we rebound out of this mess um that's a big concern um Right now, the rates, yeah, they suck pretty bad. Uh, as you all know, prime rate, we're at 5.95%. Fixed rates are not that pleasant either. They're in the mid to high fives. Although recently, there was a, a little decrease in interest rates. And a pretty, pretty good size decrease of 15 basis points on the five-year fixed uh, it went backwards from about 5.44% to uh, as low as 5.29%. And of course, there's always lower promotions going on in the market. But um, that was positive news. But uh, what what generally people are looking at, uh, very good play. And, and economists are even saying this. Uh, shorter term mortgages, two to three year fixed mortgages that are basically the same rate as a five year fixed mortgages. Uh, ride that out, uh, pick the shorter term in anticipation of lower rates when it's time to renew in two to three years. So yeah, 
think you're in most cases, I think it's kind of crazy to go with a five year fixed at this time. Um, but you know, there are some, some, uh, situations where it may make sense. So, um, that, that comes down to having a good discussion about your profile and so on. Variable rate. Again, I think I mentioned this before, but also not a bad or outrageous to consider, um, re-entering into a variable rate at this time. Um, especially if you believe a lot of the heavy lifting and interest rate hikes have been done. So um, a lot of interesting conversations revolving around what is the best choice for uh, mortgage product these days, but there certainly are options out there. Okay, let's move along and talk about today's headliner topic, the prohibition on the purchase of residential property by non-Canadians Act and how it affects mortgage qualification. Hey there, just wanted to break away from the episode to give you a little background about my brokerage and give you an idea of the team behind me that helps get your mortgage completed without a hitch and on time. The brokerage is called Home Financing Solutions and it's a franchise of the Mortgage Centre, which by the way is the pioneer of mortgage brokerages in Canada, established back in 1989. Back then, things were a little different. It used to take weeks to fund a mortgage, and the application process was grueling and labor-intensive. But that was then, and this is now. The process of getting approved and into your home or prompt access to your equity is seamless and swift. Absolutely every step of our process features the latest technology to collect, gather, adjudicate, and safely store your information. The end result is speed, service, and quality solutions. But we also recognize that technology is only as good as the human that is operating it. So not only will you experience the best that technology has to offer, you can also expect personalized follow-ups from Kelly and Justin, who are valuable members of my team. The three of us love what we do and continuously look forward to taking your calls and helping you accomplish your real estate goals. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593, or look me up at homefinancingsolutions.ca. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. And now, back to the episode. On June 23rd, 2022, the Parliament of Canada passed legislation that will prohibit non-Canadians from purchasing residential property in Canada for a period of two years. The law will come into effect on January 1st, 2023. Um, And I've also included in the notes of this episode a link where you can click and be redirected to the official Government of Canada website for complete details of the act. So go ahead and do that. Uh, I'm going to carry on and talk about the highlights of this act more particularly. Will the ban apply to temporary residents in Canada? This is a big, very important question because there are tons of temporary residents in Canada right now that are in the process of converting to permanent residency in the next year or so. And these temporary residents currently are eligible to qualify for mortgages. Will this ban get in the way of that? Although temporary residents are technically considered non-Canadian, according to the conditions within the legislation, temporary residents will be exempt from the act. So there you have it. They won't be. This means that if you are a work permit holder in Canada, you will continue to be permitted to purchase residential real estate properties in Canada after January 1st, 2023. And of course, now you can do it. Canadian banks and lenders will also maintain their special temporary resident mortgage qualification programs. So I've also included in this uh, the episode notes a couple of links 
to past articles and blogs that I've uh, published to talk more about this. Uh, one of them is temporary residence, mortgage qualification, and foreign buyer tax in Canada. That's a good one. Another one, qualifying for mortgage as a BC provincial nominee. Very good uh, post there. And uh, the last one here, can a temporary resident qualify for a mortgage while working in Canada? So go to the episode notes and you'll find links to those past blogs and, and you can read more about the qualification criteria. Okay, so the foreign buyer tax, however, uh, with this act, um, in, oh, sorry, I've just explained that the temporary residents are exempt from, from this uh, act, but keep in mind the foreign buyer tax is still payable. So foreign buyer tax in British Columbia and the non-resident speculation tax, they call it in Ontario, will remain in effect for anyone seeking a purchase um, of a property in Ontario or British Columbia and who are not permanent residents or Canadian citizens. So you know, that's very important to be aware of that. The taxes are 20% in British Columbia and 25% in Ontario. Ontario just increased theirs not long ago from 20 to 25. How does this affect mortgage qualification? Well, temporary residents can continue to qualify for mortgages in Canada as long as they hold valid work permits that will not expire prior to the completion of their real estate transaction. The Act will only prohibit non-Canadians that do not hold work permits. Okay, so very important distinction there. Here are some scenarios and outcomes of temporary residents purchasing real estate in different regions in Canada. Scenario number one, John recently moved to Canada from Denmark and intends to purchase a property in Calgary. He currently has a work permit that will remain valid until its expiry date nine months from now. The outcome is John has a valid work permit. He is eligible to purchase a residential real estate property in Calgary as long as he completes the transaction prior to his work permit expiry date. Okay, so you got to have that valid work permit. He is also eligible to be to pre-qualify and formally qualify for a mortgage with any lender in Canada. As the province of Alberta does not incorporate any form of foreign buyer tax, John will be able to complete the purchase without any additional foreign buyer tax. Awesome. The advantages continue in Alberta as there are no land transfer taxes either. So yeah, Alberta just continues to be Alberta. There's no foreign buyer tax and there's no land transfer tax. So John from Denmark, welcome to Calgary. Scenario number two, Steve and Anne have arrived in Vancouver from Singapore and intend to purchase a condo in downtown Vancouver for $800,000. Steve's work permit status has recently been upgraded as he was nominated to the Provincial Nominee Program, which thereby allows he and Anne to apply to become permanent residents in Canada. Okay, outcome. Prior to being awarded the Provincial Nominee designation, Steve was already permitted to purchase a property, and he was uh, also eligible for mortgage qualification in Canada. He was a work permit holder. But with the provincial nominee certificate in hand, which he, you, you got to produce and you got to have that to submit to the lender and to your lawyer, he is also exempt from the BC foreign buyer tax. So Steve and Anne carry through with their purchase and become homeowners in Canada. Okay, this is also the case in Ontario. If, if this was in Ontario, Ontario has a provincial nominee program as well. In fact, all the provinces in Canada have it. Okay, so that's a, a good example of having a work permit. You're not a permanent resident in BC. And if you're not a permanent resident in BC, that means you have to pay the foreign buyer tax, but not if you 
have been awarded a provincial nominee or nominated as a provincial nominee. Okay. Scenario number three, I believe this is my last scenario. Rodrigo has arrived in Canada and wishes to purchase a condo in Vancouver. He has been pre-qualified for mortgage and has enough savings to purchase a $600,000 condo with a $45,000 payment. Rodrigo is a full-time employee of a tech company in downtown Vancouver and has a work permit that is valid for another two years. Okay, the outcome here is that Rodrigo has qualified for the mortgage and is certainly permitted to purchase a property in Canada. However, since he is still a temporary resident, as opposed to a permanent resident, in addition to his $45,000 down payment, he will also have to pay the following taxes upon completion date as he is not yet a permanent resident or a Canadian citizen. So like everyone, Canadian citizen as well, he's going to have to pay $10,000 in land transfer taxes for that property. Okay. But on top of that, he's going to have to pay the 20% foreign buyer tax, which will equate to $120,000 in foreign buyer taxes. So of course, due to the exorbitant amount of tax, $130,000, Rodrigo has decided to postpone his decision to purchase a property in Vancouver until he becomes a permanent resident. While he waits for the process of permanent residence to play out, he is also exploring the prospects of relocating to Calgary, where there is no land transfer tax or foreign buyer tax. This is a true story. Um, this is happening right now. There are many, many, and this is what I talk about, pent-up demand uh, in, in parts of British Columbia and Ontario. There are temporary residents with very uh, uh, high-earning jobs, with cash in the bank, but they are just waiting till they become permanent residents and uh, at which time they will make the purchase. So they're literally, they're sitting on the sidelines. This is demand yet to hit our market. And um, it's something, again, at the beginning of this episode, I talked about that we need to be concerned with and, and need to pay attention to is the supply inventory in, uh, in, in Canada's bigger markets here, particularly Vancouver and Toronto. So that is that. Uh, if, if you're new to Canada and, and you're wondering how these uh, residency laws apply to mortgage qualification, feel free to give me a call. So reach out to me, 604-800-9593. That's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you're in British Columbia or Alberta, as I'm licensed to service these specific provinces. And especially if you are from Vancouver or Calgary, as I'm very familiar with these markets. And of course, I welcome calls and emails from all over the world for those that are in the process of or have recently relocated or immigrated to Canada from elsewhere. Call or text me at 604-800-9593 or you can get me on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger. Or just go ahead and link up to my website, homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thanks again for tuning into Mortgage Genomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.